Welcome to Dumb Money Live. I'm Chris Camillo, and today we're talking Taylor Swift. Not just the global pop sensation, but the investment goldmine. Taylor Swift isn't just a voice. She's a brand, a cultural tidal wave, and a social ARB investor's absolute dream. Her recent errors tour grossed an unbelievable $2.2 billion, making it the number one highest grossing tour of all time, beating out the next highest grossing tour by a staggering factor of nearly 3x. Now, you might be thinking, how do I get a piece of that swift pie? Well, hold on to your seats, because in today's episode, we're going to share how we found a way that anyone could invest in the ultimate anti-hero, might I say, the dumb money of music, Taylor Swift. This is where our intro would start playing, but for those of y'all that watch Dumb Money, you'll notice that Dave is not here today. It's just me and Jordan. What's up, Jordan? What's happening? <laughs> hey, okay, so before we reveal our Taylor Swift trade, I need to ask for one small favor. Taylor Swift, Jordan, you're not going to believe this. She sold 2.4 million tickets at an average price of $470 a piece. It doesn't cost you anything to hit the thumbs up button. So please give us a thumbs up. Let's try to get 240. Was that like one one hundredth of 1% of what Taylor Swift got to pay her 470 bucks a piece? Let's try to get 240 thumbs up. Uh, until then, Jordan, dude, what's your take? Forget about the investment stuff, okay? Like, What's your take on Taylor Swift? I love her. I love her. I think she's awesome. So it's, uh, it, look, I've got two young girls at home and upstairs, it is full-time heiress tour at our house all the time. I sit in my office down here and there's down the stairs, I can just hear streaming Taylor Swift songs all day. We go out to the pool, it's Taylor Swift. We get in the car to go to a restaurant or do anything and it's Taylor Swift in the car all the time. And that's pretty much, that's how I live my life is just, Taylor Swift is is like our background music, but it's okay because I love it. I think she's a great artist, um, and I think she's. Uh, I'm not a, somebody saying I'm a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty, but you know I enjoy it. I think I think she's I think she's good. Um, and I think she's got positive messaging for women. I think uh, um, you know, I think she I think she leaves the world a better place than she found it. So I, I'm I'm a fan. All right. So obviously she's a good performer. Obviously she's a great songwriter, but. Is she not the most, one of the most impressive business people of our lifetime? When you look at how she has handled her career, how she's handled her company, it's un, in that industry sector, in a sector where everybody gets used and abused, where every single artist seems to end up complaining about how they, how they got screwed by the studio, you know, screwed by like like the record company screwed by live nation like everybody seems to get screwed in that industry except taylor swift well she kind of got screwed but yeah well she, that's but that's how she got where she is because she kind of got you know she kind of got worked over a little bit but then she took control um and that's why she's as successful as she is today right because she she took that control back yeah she it, it, it's it's rather unbelievable. By the way, can you guess who the second highest grossing tour of all time has been? It's like a third of what she's done. It's like $800 million and she's like $2.2 billion, which is just ridiculous. Can you guess who that is? It's got to be somebody big like U2 or Eagles or somebody like that. 
Elton John. Elton, Elton John. John. Yeah. Oh, I actually yeah. I went to that too. Man, I am such a normie. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's what I love though, because everything in today's world is so fragmented, right? And there's everyone has such diverse interest. They're, you know, a billion artists, uh, music interests are all over the map. TV shows, like, it's not like we all sit down on Thursday night and watch the same TV show like we did when we were kids, right? Like, every the entire yeah. country would sit down and watch Seinfeld or Friends or whatever it was. That just doesn't happen anymore. And I think Taylor Swift investment aside, we'll get to the investment. If y'all, I know y'all want to know what the investment, we'll yeah. get to it. But in a world that's fragmented and everybody seems to hate each other, she does a pretty darn good job bringing people together. I think she's a think- really good song. First of all, she's a good songwriter. And so all like a lot of the songs that she writes, people can identify with. They identify with the feelings and the message of the song and whatever, you know, whatever, you know, emotion that Taylor's putting into it. I think people pick up on that and, and have a connection with her music. And I think that it kind of starts with how talent of a songwriter um, and artist she is but also don't you love the fact that there's not a lot of hate flying around at taylor swift from taylor swift you know like like whenever someone reaches this level of grandeur like there's always a massive amount of controversy and hate and perhaps that's coming her way again at some point but it's kind of nice that we're at this you know this big year for her and nobody's hating man i i love that and you know what that means, Jordan, as social art investors. Well, that means what it means is you have to pay attention to her. <laughs> yes. Dude, if you are an investor and you're not waking up at least once a month saying, what is Taylor Swift doing? What is she wearing? Where is she going? And how can I make money off of it? Then are you even investing? Like you have to follow the most influential person in the world. If you're an investor, right? Because at any moment in time, Taylor Swift can say something, do something, wear something, go somewhere that will could completely change the face of a brand or a company. Um, and it could end up being the investment opportunity of a lifetime. So that's what I've been doing for years. And yes, Taylor Swift has kind of, you know, endorsed brands and whatnot, but there's never been a really, I don't think, a clean Taylor Swift investment. And I'm not going to say that this is the cleanest, but we found one uh, this summer, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, Taylor Swift normally wears really kind of expensive clothes and all kinds of crazy stuff that, I don't know, some people might think is unapproachable. Like Sometimes she gets shown on the runway with this and that and these brands, but she was spotted in the midst of her errors tour in New York twice wearing two different pairs of skorts made by the company Free People. Okay. So in late June, she was seen, and let, let me make sure that I get this right. Uh, in, in late June, Oh, my notes are so bad today. Hold on, Jordan. Give me, give me, give me. Dude, not having Dave here is just is just giving me so much anxiety. Right. By the way, Dave, where's Dave, Jordan? He's like Dave. Where is Dave? Is he on his way back from Europe right now, or is he back in the states? I don't even know. Yeah, he he 
I think he's coming back today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's on some kind of European, you know, some kind of European uh, tour. By the way, I, the pictures I, looked awesome. It looks like he was having a great time. Oh, I didn't even see his pics. Why can't I think I know I put these squirts down here? Um, oh, here it is. Okay. So back it up, back it up. Late June, mid in the midst of the errors tour, Taylor Swift is in New York and she gets shown twice wearing a pair of skorts from the brand Free People, okay? Once was in a denim wrap skort that goes by the name Emmy, and the second time uh, was a pleated mini skirt, I guess, skirt slash skort by Free People. That is really interesting that she's not just wearing one piece, but two pieces in two separate occasions on the same visit to New York. That's a really big deal. But even a bigger deal than that is a fashion trend this summer that Taylor Swift helped become the thing of the summer for women. Okay. So, Jordan, had you ever heard of, okay, Taylor Swift basically created this, what some people are saying is horse girl summer, okay, by bringing in the coastal cowgirl aesthetic. Do you know what the coastal cowgirl aesthetic is, Jordan? No. Okay. So <laughs> it's basically Western style beach <clears throat> fashion. Okay. So think sequins, boots, and cowboy hats. Taylor Swift. Okay. So I'm sure you remember that pic of Taylor Swift wearing the sequin outfit, the cowboy hat, the boots. That's cowgirl. So <laughs> that, that's, that, that, excuse me, that's cowgirl aesthetic. Okay. Um, now, cowgirl aesthetic was actually born out of, uh, excuse me, it's coastal cowgirl aesthetic, was actually born out of a 2022 summer trend called coastal grandmother. Do you know what coastal grandmother is? No. <laughs> like think terry cloth cropped beach pants, okay? That that's coastal grandmother. That was kind of the trend of summer 2022. So, come 2023, we have this new trend, the coastal cowgirl aesthetic. And oh, here you go, Jordan. Did this help you? I actually this, uh, Did you know about this before research into this trade? I I I have been tracking this aesthetic for a couple months trying to find the right play by the way i just ran into my wife's closet two minutes before this episode thinking what are the chances that she's going to have a coastal cowgirl aesthetic item that i could wear on the show and sure enough i think this is it i think this is this is this is pretty much it this is an example of coastal cowgirl you look like um, in that hat you look like some sort of cross-dressing pilgrim or something <laughs> um it it is a serious trend it is no joke. There have been 350 million TikTok hashtag views this summer for coastal cowgirl aesthetic hashtags. That is insane, okay? This look is all over the internet. It's all over Instagram. It's all over TikTok. Every single girl and woman is trying to emulate this look, and in part because Taylor Swift has really made it cool this summer. It was already a trend, and Taylor Swift just came in and made it the super trend of the summer. So the question is, social arb investors, is how do we invest in this, right? How do we actually make money off this mega trend? So I want to try to break down a company because it's a little complex. 
It's a company we've all heard of, but most of us don't really understand the entities within this company. Uh, the company is Urban Outfitters. Okay, we all know Urban Outfitters like they've been around forever, but Urban Outfitters is no longer Urban Outfitters. Uh, the Urban Outfitters that we know, I think, is about thirty percent of the company, so a little less than one third of Urban Outfitters. The largest segment. By the way, Chris, uh, I don't think I've been in an Urban Outfitters in a decade. Well, uh, it, oh, <laughs> I, I've been because I've been in. I have to go in every yeah. store. Like I, I'm constantly checking every store to see what's. I'm talking to people, trying to figure out what's going on or what's selling, what's trending, what are people buying. Right. But the largest segment of Urban Out. By the way, Urban Outfitters has moved kind of downstream in terms of age demographic. Their real focus is teens, right? So like Urban Outfitters, it's a teen brand. They're not doing well. Right. Like Urban Outfitters comps are down double digits year over year. They haven't been doing well all year. And the market knows that. Yeah. Um, but the largest segment of Urban Outfitters is actually anthropology. Now, I know, you know, anthropology, because I think your wife probably shops there quite a bit. Right. I um, shop there. I shop there for her for Christmas and birthdays. She loves <laughs> the stuff. She loves the candles and all the little knickknacks. So Dude, great stocking, great, great stocking stuffers. Anthropology is doing well. Anthropology is a part of this coastal cowgirl aesthetic, but it's not the primary storyline. Uh, I think anthropology is about 40%-ish, 42% of Urban Outfitters. There's a third brand, and it's called Free People, okay? Free People is actually one of their smaller segments. I think it's about a little over 20% of Urban Outfitters, but Free People just sits right at the intersection of this Taylor Swift trend, right? The clothes that Taylor Swift is wearing, um, the coastal cowgirl aesthetic, as well as some other big trends like ballet, no, I'm what they call it, like ballet norm or ballet, like, like uh, core, ballet core. So like, Free People is just absolutely crushing it. Taylor Swift is wearing Free People. If you were to read an article about how to go out and wear the coastal cowgirl aesthetic this summer, in fact, there was an article in Teen Vogue called The 18 Best Coastal Cowgirl Outfit Ideas. Of those 18 ideas, six of them, one third, were Urban Outfitters companies, with I think two or three of them being from free people, okay? So free people is just on fire right now, not just because of Coastal Cowgirl aesthetic, not just because of Taylor Swift or because of ballet core, but uh, free people is now like the it brand for teens out of nowhere for teens. But you said, what's um, their target demo? Are they like uh, like college age? Is that was the, is that their kind of target free demo? Free people, it, generally their target demo was 20s, right? In, in yeah. college age plus. And Rush Talk, okay, that's part of our kind of And they're a, they're a women's only brand, correct? What? They're a women's only brand, correct? 
to my knowledge, there are think, women's only. I think only, they're only women's. Yeah. I think. Well, you can't. Can you even say that? Can you say more, Jordan? I don't even know if you say that. Female specific? Like, I, I mean. <laughs> I mean, anybody could wear anything. Whatever they I want, just Jordan. said, I didn't mean any harm by it. Uh, <laughs> anybody could wear anything they want, dude. Maybe I'll don't go shopping you later. Crap. Uh, at free people. We'll see. Okay. So, he, so here's the thing. Um, no, seriously, though. Free people. Uh, Rush, if you've been watching Rush Talk, which obviously anyone following my Twitter knows, I've been watching Rush Talk, analyzing it, studying it like I do every year, trying to figure out what those trends are. A lot of the trends to Rush Talk are kind of originate out of the Southeast, out of schools like Alabama. A lot of them, you know, David Yerman and all these private brands and a lot of local boutiques. But you will see free people popping up quite a bit as well this year on Rush Talk. Um, you'll see a company called Gold Fringe, but again, it's a private company. They make these mini skirts. But one thing that I know you have seen a lot is the emergence of the wrestling outfit. Okay. The sundress is dead. <laughs> the wrestling outfit is in for women. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It's women hilarious. all of a sudden, I, I used I, to wrestle I, in I, high school. Okay. They are essentially wearing what I used to wrestle in in high school as an outfit. So I searched the internet far and wide to figure out where are they buying all these wrestling uniforms. And a lot of them are actually coming out of Free People. Um, so Free People has a sub-brand called FP Movement. FP Movement is like Lululemon, but not as athletic, kind of a little bit more fashionable than stuff you would actually wear to the gym. Included in that are these wrestling outfits and these two pieces. And in fact, they have a couple items. One's called the Tempo Tank. Another's called the Flirt on Shorts, okay? You cannot buy these in size extra small anywhere. I know that because I've been trying to find them for my daughter who is in eighth grade. And it's like the hottest thing for eighth grade girls to want to buy. So what's so fascinating about free people and FP Movement is that they are the smaller brand at Urban Outfitters. In fact, FP Movement, I think, only has 30 stores nationwide and is growing rapidly. So they have a massive, massive growth engine, okay? In fact, I went and interviewed a store manager at FP Movement, and she told me they had never experienced this demographic coming into their stores, age 10, 11, 12, 13, buying their items. She has never seen it before, right? So they have a brand new demographic. They're cool with the 20-something-year-old crowd. They're actually even cool with 30 and 40-something-year-olds that are in that store. I saw like eight of them the day I was there. Um, and they're, they're relevant all the way down to age 10 and 11. This is a really hot brand that very few people are talking about. It's a sub-brand of another hot brand, Free People, okay? that is being essentially endorsed, and I don't think she's getting paid for it by Taylor Swift. I've been looking for a Taylor Swift investment for years. This is it. Do I wish free people were what's a standalone publicly traded company? Yeah, I wish they were. They're not. They're part of this bigger entity. So we have to break it down. How are the other segments doing? Urban Outfitters has been doing crappy all yeah. year. It looks like they're going to have another crappy quarter that's maybe a little bit less crappy than last quarter, okay? Um, so I think Urban Outfitters will perform probably no worse than the market thinks they're going to perform 
here this quarter and going forward. Um, they knew that they knew they know how bad of a job they've been doing. If you read the earnings transcript, the last one, they know they're not doing a good job. They're figuring it out. They're changing things up. That's good news. Anthropology's hot. Okay, yeah. I don't know that it's as interesting in terms of a Taylor Swift play for me as free people, but anthropology's hot. They're doing great. In fact, anthropology has a bag. Okay, the bag is called the. I don't want to get this wrong. The bag is called the Bridget Satchel by designer Melly Blanco. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Uh, this bag started trending hard on TikTok earlier this year, okay? It is essentially a copycat bag of the Bottega Veneta handbag that costs thousands of dollars. Jordan, this bag costs like 128 bucks, okay? And it went viral and was selling out earlier this year. So what has Anthropology done? They released the bag this summer and this fall in a lot more colors, okay? A lot more colorways. So they have a really big trending product. Now, how important is it to have a big trendy product like that? Extremely important. Not for the money they're going to make off the bag. For the money they're going to make from every single woman and girl that goes to an Anthropology to check out the bag, and one out of four is going to end up buying three or four things while they're in there, okay? That's why the bag is important. In addition to just going on their website to check out the bag that everyone's talking about that you saw on TikTok a hundred times, and now it's in new colorways. I'm going to go on anthropology.com. Maybe I'm going to buy the bag, maybe I'm not going to buy the bag, but while I'm here, I'm going to look at some other stuff, and then one out of so many people are going to end up actually buying something. So I've been looking at the data for anthropology in terms of web traffic in addition to free people, in addition to Urban Outfitters. And Urban Outfitters aside, because that's kind of the risk here, Anthropology looks really strong this quarter. Uh, free people looks really strong this quarter. In fact, one thing I would encourage everyone to do is to actually, you might not have access to the web traffic data that I do, but you can go and look at Google search trends for just type in free people plus Taylor Swift. And you can kind of see how that is ramped up over this summer. Um, obviously, you can look at things like coastal, cowgirl uh and 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 you coast cowgirl free people there are a lot of oh is this is this dave coming in is this dave i think dave is trying to join did he just uh he just is he on a plane and he's trying to join from a plane because his, his image is not coming in i'm gonna click on the tile oh he's here he made it are Don't you on a plane you see me i couldn't are you over the atlantic ocean right now cowboy aesthetic Yes, um, I'm not sure exactly where I am. I'm about, I think I'm about three hours from, I, I have no idea. Dave, I'm I waiting for you to get so, back. So you got to the investment yet? What? What was that, Dave? I don't know how fast enough internet up here. No. I just wanted to say hi. That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> when you're back tonight, right? <laughs> All right. Thank, thanks for the guest. 